Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Abundant Solutions Hour. Our goal is to help others be more, do more, and have more. I'm your host, Gregory Turner. And I'm your co-host, Brian J. Henderson. Brian, how's everything going on your end? Oh, man, blessed, blessed. I'm a little <laughs> tired from my trip this weekend, but nevertheless, uh, I'm just glad to be here. <laughs> but you know what, Brian? It's time. It, yeah. it's, it's time for people to stop procrastinating and live their dreams. And, Brian, the guest we have tonight, oh, my goodness, she's probably the busiest woman in America right now. I and would Brian, agree. You know what? You know what? I, I I get inspired when I go on her website and I look at the the things that she's doing, and I read her bio and the things that it, just the way that she's able to do what she's doing. It just inspired me. And Brian, it tells me that I am on the right track as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I love how she just up one day and just quit a job. Now I'm not telling everybody to do that, but she did it. And, Brian, you and I, we've been talking about this for how many months? Oh, man. <laughs> Let's try years. <laughs> you know, we're it's, talking about that day when we can just go out on our own and do our own thing. And, you know, that's what our guest has done. And she's created a, what I like to call a mini conglomerate, mm-hmm. where she's just working with so many different people. She's living her dream. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, She's not even, she's just scratching the surface. Yes, Brian, she just started, I think, in 2004. Mm-hmm. And we're in 2008. But now don't let that, don't let that fool you now into thinking that she didn't have, she didn't have it hard. She didn't run into closed doors and she didn't have to, to do certain things that a lot of us are not willing to sacrifice and do. She mm-hmm. did those things and she was, uh, she, she hung in there, she fought, and now I mean, you could just look at the fruit that she's bearing. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and that's just a testament to what hard work will get for you. Yeah. But you know what, no. Brian? You have to have that faith, though. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee I you she's got that. I guarantee you she's got that. There's no way she could have walked away from uh, in in the loan industry. I think she was a mortgage broker in, in some type of uh, worked in some bank. Now that's she'll money. tell us what she what she did prior to. Yeah, yeah, she could tell us <laughs> that. Yeah, but you know what? I I just love the fact that when I when I whenever I do catch her, because I do call her quite often. But when I do catch her, it, it's it's always she's just as pleasant. And Brian, she's always laughing and and, and just mm-hmm. having a good time. And why shouldn't she? She's living her dreams. Absolutely, you know, and it's hard when you don't enjoy what you do. Yeah. You know, it, and it's hard to kind of go to work every day when you don't really like what you're doing or you don't really like the place you're in or the or the things that they have you doing on a job. And then, then you get paid and you're not really happy with the salary or, you know. But isn't it a wonderful thing when you can go to work, work hard, come home, and enjoy the fact that you've been there? Yes. Yes. You know, and, I, and I truly believe that is you know, more than likely the motivation that led her to start her own company, to do her own thing, you know, to labor into in that dream and to bear the fruits. And, Brian, you know there were people in her life that said, you can't do this, you're a woman, what make you think you can go out in Hollywood and get all these stars to come with you? What right do you have, or what what experience do you have, or what is it? What approve? Did you get everybody's approval before you tried to do this? Mm. And Brian, that's that's something that a lot of people are facing right now. They're looking for other people to approve their dreams. You cannot do that. No. If you're waiting on that, keep sleep, stay asleep, and keep dreaming because it's not going to happen. Everybody's not going to give you their stamp of approval. But one you know, thing about know, it, Brian, now that she's doing what she's doing, everybody wants to jump on the bandwagon. Of course. And that's the nature of the beast, you know. And the thing is, if everybody absolutely validated what you were doing, something's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> something's wrong with it. Brian, you know if what? You Let's didn't get it. one person to have one point of contention with it, something's wrong. You know, I always, when I was young, I was told that, if everybody liked it, it's not the right thing to do. 
Right. Somebody had to have something wrong with it. Then you know you're on the right track. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brian, let's 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 bring her in the way that you do. All right. For those that just joined us, you're listening to the Abundant Solutions Hour, and tonight's show is entitled "It's Time." And tonight we have with us CEO of Kim Toomey Entertainment, Miss Kim Toomey. She established her company in September of 2004 and decided to move to ATL for better opportunities. And after making that move, she's known as the celebrity broker, and she has, among other clients, Miss Vivica A. Fox, Omar Benson Miller, Elise Neal, uh, rap artist Mike Jones. Um, wow, I'm just looking at some of the other ones. Uh, you you skipped my name. The the Shrivers, name, the Hearst. <laughs> you skipped my uh, name. <laughs> soon, soon, we're coming soon. Uh, I mean, she's just involved in so many different things. It, it probably would take me an hour to say all this stuff. Yeah. You know, David Caruso, CSI Miami, that's my show. Cindy Crawford, Russell Crowe. Wow. <laughs> you know, just the people that she's been involved with is just a testament to what hard work can bring you. But without any further ado, we introduce to you tonight Miss Kim Toomey. Are you there? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Brian, what did I tell you? I knew it. <laughs> hey, y'all. Oh, country. <laughs> I'm from Dallas. <laughs> Kim, did you know we were talking about you? Did you think we were talking about you? Hey, you know, sometimes, you know, you get you get wrapped up in titles, and thank God I haven't done that, you know what I'm saying? So, Good. you know, a blessing is what it is. It's just, it's work for me, you know. I love what I do, and I remember who I am, and well, mama and my daddy raised me right, you know. It's just a title. At the end of the day, I'm still Kim Toomey, you know. And yeah. that is my real name for all of y'all that think it's a stage name. That's my God-given name. <laughs> yeah, and she is down to earth. She, she's just a ball of fun. And uh, Kim owes me a barbecue, Brian, when we go to... Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I want me some ribeyes. I'm just telling you. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, Kim, let me ask you this. You know, when when you when you were thinking about leaving your job, when you were, that thing was in your head, that thing that that was waking you up at night to say, Kim, do this. You can do this. Did you ever have to fight against that? Oh, no, 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 no. I never have. You know, when God is talking to you and, and when you're a child of God, you know, it's a blessing to be awakened or even acknowledge that God is even talking to you. Um, uh, when God talks to you, you don't worry about what the next step is. You let him do it because if he if he has um, enough, if he has stopped what he was doing to take time out to let you hear him, then that means what? You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. got you, right? Yes. So, you know, a lot of people hear God, but they don't listen. You know what I'm saying? So yes. um, I'm very fortunate to have heard the word of God from, you know, him. And the mortgage thing that was going on at the time, I was in the mortgage business. And as you know, as of today, um, God pulled me out of it for a reason. You know, I yes. have to sleep at night. I can't, yes. you know, I don't want to walk, wake up and somebody's on my porch trying to kill me because, they, you know, their family can't sleep in their house or they're homeless or whatever. So I thank God for that. Um because it was a situation I was fighting because the mortgage business had gotten really, really dirty, and they were doing a lot of dirty loans and a lot of just bad things, you know. Right. And I prayed to God, and I told God I didn't want to be part of that. And if that means sacrificing everything I had, I didn't have a problem with letting that go because at the end of the day, I know God would give it back to me because I was doing right by people. Good. Right. Good. Awesome. You know, and that was kind of like my question, too. You know, what was your inspiration behind, you know, leaving the mortgage industry? But I can I, see yeah, yeah, I can see everything. Everything that's going on now, I saw it coming. I mean, mm-hmm. you can't keep doing wrong to people. You know it's going to happen sooner or later. You know, if you put people in homes that they can't afford, I was probably one of the only people that were actually doing people with bad credit, trying to, you know, because what happens is people get approved for a loan, and what they do is what they they call it your debt, your your, your ratio, your debt ratio, mm-hmm. and a lot of people get maximized at it. So if you can afford a two hundred thousand dollar home. They put you in a $200,000 home. I wouldn't do that. I refuse to do that. If this is your first home, I'm putting you in a $150,000 home. You feel me? Right. And so people would get mad at me and say, well, no, I'm approved for 200000 Well, I'm not doing that. 
You feel me? Because I understand that you have a future. I understand that your husband might die. I understand that you might get pregnant and lose your job. I understand, you know, the things of life, and people don't consider that kind of stuff. Right. And then you have a lot of loan officers, they don't care. They just want to make that money and keep you moving. I didn't do that. So, of course, people would leave me and say, you know what, I'm going to, you know, ABC Mortgage Company. And I'll be like, I understand it, but I had to sleep at night because, again, I don't want people to have so much debt that they can't afford their homes. You know, they yeah. had a 13% interest rate because they had bad credit or whatever the case may be. So, you know, I did what I had to do to, 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 uh, to sleep at night. And with that blessing, God blessed me with the job that I have now. I was just gonna. I was just gonna ask you. Do you think what you're doing now is a reward for the service that you were given to the people? Even though the world couldn't accept your method, they couldn't accept it. And wow. What you were given it was really truth. Even though that they couldn't accept it, and you kept going, even though you were losing them, God replaced it with something else even better. Wow. I've never thought about it that way. Um, now that you asked me that, I can't. I can't really answer that. <laughs> But I, if I had to guess at it, I think my reward would be for being obedient. Yeah. Maybe not listening, maybe not for doing what I was supposed to do, but just for being obedient and listening to God. When God says stop, I stop. Awesome. Awesome. Again, I don't know, but that would be my guess. I don't know. <laughs> Let me ask a quick question. What huh? led you into the entertainment field? Oh, nothing. My name is Kelsey Scott. I call her my Earth Angel. Kelsey Scott is a screenwriter. Uh, she's new too to the to the entertainment world. She started a couple of years back. Uh, the first movie you would know her from would be Motives. Motives being uh, M O T I V E S. Motives. Um, the movie with Vivica Fox, Shamar Moore, Sean Blake Moore, Joe Torre. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That would be how I ended up in the entertainment business. I watched that movie. I liked it so much. And, again, I've been living, at that time, I'd been living for 35, 36 years, and I've never been uh, so overwhelmed with a film before. And I liked it because it wasn't a typical black film where all the black people were broke. They didn't have, you know, even saying they were living a thug life. Right. And I was just impressed at what, you know, she brought to the screen. And I was like, who is Kelsey Scott? And when I looked for her, I couldn't find her. After looking online for like two weeks, only God knows why I looked for two weeks, and my patience is not short, but, you know, I looked for two weeks, and two weeks I still couldn't find her. only thing I could find is the, uh, what they call it, the uh, message board. Yes. You do a movie. They call it my message board. And nobody had been on there for like 11 months, 10 months, or something like that. And I was like, you know what, whatever. I left a message on there. I left my phone number, and that was uh, February of '04. And Kelsey called me back. Well, I'm sorry, let me take it back. February of '04, she, I, I left a message. I quit my job August of '04. And Kelsey called me September of 04. And after talking to Kelsey, Kelsey liked me. Kelsey was like, you know what, I got you. I like you. I'm going to hook you up. And that's how I was introduced to Vivica Fox, Joe Torrey, and some other people in the entertainment business. That's how I got started. Wow. Right there that day, yeah. Isn't that something And I've been how, doing this ever since. Isn't that something how Vivica Fox probably never seen you or met you? Exactly. Not, yeah, not knowing your experience in the field she's got so many other people in hollywood and all over the place just trying mm -hmm. to sign her i tell you what favor is fair it's people favor. say it's not fair it is fair definitely favor <laughs> is fair i mean it, it's just I, I, brian i'm sorry if i cut you off but i just had to say that to say when you're obedient doors will open for you that no man or no woman can close and that sounds like that's, that's what happened. That's real. Yeah. You know, and I want people to know that's listening too that, you know, I don't want people to think that, um, you know, a lot of times people get it mixed up when you're a Christian or when you're shown favor that you're high society or you're sedity or, you know, you got Christians out there. I hate to say it, y'all, but it's true. You got Christians out there that act like they're better than other people. I'm not that one. You know, I make mistakes. All the time, you know what I'm saying? I have fallen several times, you know what I'm saying? And But I think where God blesses you is when you acknowledge your own mistakes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. when you take heed to your own mistakes, that, in my opinion, opens up the doors for favor. And then I, I pray for favor every night before I go to sleep. I pray for favor. That's not something that a lot of people do. I find a lot of my friends don't even know what favor is, and they don't even think about asking for it. 
Wow. Um, I've been very blessed. I don't know why, um, other than my, my mom and my dad. But my dad and my mom have always taught me to pray daily, pray a couple of times a day. And, you know, I'm I'm one of those people that pray, you know, when I wake up, I pray when I go to sleep. I pray for the people I see walking down the side of the street. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have to pray for your, your everybody. You can't just pray for yourself. And then, of course, I always, you know, ask God for favor. And, you know, evidently something I'm doing is working. And I, I try my best to handle my blessings, whether it's this job or the job before that. I try to handle it with care, you know. Yes. And uh, a lot of people get a blessing and they don't care. They'll take it and they run with it and they think they deserve it. And that's not the way I work. You know, anything I do, even with the mortgage business, I didn't know anything about mortgages. I never tried to get into the mortgage the business. Um, the man that hired me, he had been watching me for like four or five months. And after watching me for four or five months, he hired me cold turkey and asked me to come work for him and told me he would have, you know, have me an office, told me he would give me my own secretary. So, again, I've always had favor. It wasn't just with this job. And after I never realized it until after I got this job. I had to think back on my career and my life and all the jobs I had. And I was like, wow, God has been working with me for a long time, you know. So I don't want people to think that, oh, it was the first job. It wasn't. Sometimes you got to sit back and just be thankful of what you have. And I think, I think I'm pretty good about being thankful, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, that's just my story. And a lot of people have different stories, you know. Yeah. 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 And I, I have this, this just this thing that I was just thinking about, and I want to ask you this, and if it offends you, just let me know. But I want to ask you this: in the music, in the entertainment business, in the music business, we know it's very cold, it's calculated. Sometimes it can be cutthroat. Have you ever ha- had that situation where somebody came at you the wrong way because you were a woman? Oh, definitely, all the time. Okay. okay. I mean, I, I tell people this all the time. God always, you know, a lot of people complain about where they're at in life, and the reason you complain is because you don't you don't know where you're going. Thank you. And I've I've always been considered the black sheep of the family, but with that being said, I've always ex- accepted the job that God has given me. I used to sell cars. I used to be in real estate. And when I look back now, God was building my, my skin. He was building me up to be a tough, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. if you're a woman in the car business, you already know that people don't care for you when you're in the car business as a female. You know what I'm saying? When you get into the, car, in, into the mortgage business, it's hard as well. So when I look back at all these things that God has put me through, I was like, oh, okay, now I get it. You feel me? Because yeah. he was building my character. Mm-hmm. He was preparing yeah. me for this day. And... You know, a lot of, and I didn't complain when I was selling cars 13, 14 hours a day. I didn't. I really didn't because I liked it. But you got a lot of people that, out there complaining because you ask God for something and you ask God for direction, and but you don't like your answer. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so when you don't like your answer, you, you derail yourself off your path. And I'm telling people that are listening right now, you have to ask God for something. And once you ask him for it, you have to be willing and open to take the direction that he leads you in. Are you going to like it? Probably not. Probably not because, again, he's building character. He's building trust. He's building patience. He's building all these things that you you lack right now. And I didn't realize that until, again, I got to this business because you have to have a lot of patience dealing with celebrities. You know oh, what I'm saying? Yes. You have to have a lot of – you have to be selfish. You have to be a lot of things to deal with people in this business because these people don't care about you. They really don't. And – uh, being that I have a 214 area code, I'm from Dallas, Texas, you know, a lot of people, they sit back and they say, oh, she's from Dallas. She don't know. But what they don't understand is my God is from everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So when they get confused, you know, how does Kim work with Tony Danza? How does Kim work with Cindy Crawford? How does Kim work with Maria Shriver? How does Kim get to go to Miami? How does Kim do whatever, whatever? You know what I'm saying? It's not about Kim. That's what they don't understand. And so you up here trying to keep me and block me from my blessings when you block the wrong person. You be hollering at God, not me, because it's not me. You feel me? Yeah. So yeah. God is really good. He's 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 uh he's good. He keeps his word. He, favor is awesome. And again, whatever God has for you, nobody can take. That's no man, right. white, right. black, rich, poor. He can't. 
And that's why I don't sweat. I don't I don't worry about that. From day one, my first client, my very first client was Maria Shriver and her brother Anthony Shriver. And I knew then that was God's way of confirming to me that I got you. Because when the Kennedy people called me up, I thought they were playing a joke on me. I'm like, who is this? They like the Kennedy. I'm like, Kennedy who? When you say JFK's family? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Who does that? I'm in Dallas, Texas. Y'all know how many people? How many millionaires? How many billionaires? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's when God has to go out and just show you, like, I got you. Mm-hmm. And I knew from that day I was good. <laughs> I'm like, God, it's funny. God has a sense of humor. He lets you know. If you're listening, you know what I'm saying? You yeah. got to be listening. You got to be in tune. But yeah. God has a way of showing you if you just be quiet and shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I called you last year. I don't know if you remember. You were on the set, but I, I don't know what set. I, I, they were doing. They were filming something, and I called you, and you okay. took the time out to talk with me, and we talked for a pretty good little while until you said, mm-hmm. "Well, I have to go now." But you did talk with me. That was my first time talking with you. This has been over a okay. year ago, and uh, at that point, you know, I, I, I kept in contact with you. You were just as crazy back then as you are now, and <laughs> you you just embraced me. You never told me I'm busy. I can't talk with you. You never said that to me, but you always did talk to me. Well, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. A lot of people get hyped off their job. Yes. Because, again, it's a job. And what they do is they let this stuff engulf them. They're like, this is me. This is, I'm, you know, no no punt at, you know, Sean John or Pity, Diddy, whatever his name is this week. But, you know, you have to understand, I understand it's a business, I do. And a lot of people don't like the way I do business because people think you should have an assistant that's answering your phone. You should do this, but that's not what I want to do. You feel me? Yeah. When God gives you a blessing, now I ain't going to say it's not going to ever get to that point because I can't say that, but even if it does get to that point, I can say that Kim will still be answering her own phone. If I'm in the office, I will answer my own phone. You feel me? The only way my system will answer the phone is if I'm not available. You feel me? So I I, 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 I believe in handling my own blessing because a lot of times you give somebody else your blessing. Ooh-wee. That's when it falls. Now, a lot of people looking at all these other people like Martha Stewart, you got Wesley Snipes. You got all these people that's made millions and millions and millions of dollars. God said the first shall be last and the last shall be first. And a lot, in my opinion, the reason why that happens is because you get caught up in self. Yes. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And I know that I'm the one that worked hard for that. Yeah, it might be a blessing to have people on your team. I'm not tripping on that. But at the end of the day, God and Kim, because I have to receive my blessing in order for it to come to fruition. If I don't receive my blessing, God can bless you all day long. But if you don't accept it and receive it, it can't go no further than what God gave it. You know what I'm saying? That's so right. I thank God that I handle my blessing with care. And I don't trust everybody with my blessing. I just don't. Yes, so that's why I answer my own phone. That's why I return all my emails. Yeah, I'm a little slow sometimes. It might take me a week, two weeks to answer an email, but you know what? I'm going to answer it because that, that email was sent to Kim to me. That call was sent to Kim to me. And if it wasn't for God blessing me, Kim to me wouldn't have an email nor phone calls to return. And I understand my blessing. That's right. If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Abundant Solutions Hour. And tonight our guest is celebrity broker extraordinaire, Ms. Kim Toomey. If you have a comment or a question, our call-in number is 718 Nine six zero zero. That's seven one eight five zero eight nine six zero zero. You know, Kim, as I was reading your um, the information on your website and you know some of the things you have going on, I've been checking your MySpace page, and um, one thing I noticed that, and that kind of like stuck out was you manage ringtone content. <laughs> you know, and I thought, wow, you know, you really don't think about the types of things that, you know, the type of opportunities there are when you look at the entertainment industry, you know, and I was, and it made me think about um, there's an artist here uh, from Tallahassee, and, you know, everybody knows who he is, T-Pain, and he made literally millions of dollars off ringtone, and who oh, would have yeah. thought that? Yeah, it's a lot of money to be made. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, again, God is, is open up doors. And it's funny, again, being obedient, listening to God, because when I first started this business, like I told you, I had never thought about being in the entertainment business at all, and I didn't know what I wanted to do. And, you know, I was, like I said, oh, I'm 39 now, so I was, what, 39, 34, 35, something like that. 
at the time. But that's irrelevant. But what happens is I didn't want to go into a business field. A lot of people go into a business thinking of something they want to do. So when you decide to make a decision, you're stuck in that position. And I didn't want to be that. I didn't want to be like, okay, I'm going to do PR. Okay, I only want to do management. I didn't have any experience in the entertainment business, so I didn't want to block my blessings. So I was like, okay, God, what should I call myself? What should I type myself? So the name he gave me was Celebrity Broker. And with that name, I was able to do everything because I could do booking. I could do celebrity management. I could do celebrity PR. I could find out what my niche would be. Right. So once I found out what my niche would be, which I like all of them. (laughs) I'm blessed I like all of them. But, you know what I'm saying? I didn't want to block my blessing and say, I couldn't have no money coming in. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because a lot of people get into this business and they like, oh, God, I work with independent artists, I can't make any money. Or, you know, I do PR and I, I, I can't make any money, whatever the case may be. And I wanted to be like, you know what, I don't know what I want to do. And I didn't want to lie to myself. That's why I'm a lot of other people. So I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do me. I'm going to try it. If I don't like it, I can always cut it off. But mm-hmm. fortunately for me, I've been very blessed. I have the, the ringtones going. Um, hold on a second. I have the ringtones going, uh, TV content going, of course, my clients going, a booking going, casting going. I have a lot of different things going on. And, again, when you listen to God, God will make a way, and he always will provide for you. Yes. Kim, you know, I, I you know, Brian and I, both of us, we do, we go around and we speak at in, in different places, venues and stuff. We do this um, because we love doing it. And when I started speaking, I used to go around all over the place and speak. I, I never could understand. I'm like, wait a minute now. You need, you mean, I I wrote out a plan of how I wanted to do something. <laughs> and it wasn't the way that he wanted it done. And sometimes he'll beat you over the head to get you in the right direction that you're supposed to be in. And believe it or not, I wound up going into jails and prisons speaking, knowing I'm okay. not getting paid. But but like you, when you were in the mortgage industry and selling cars, he was thickening your skin. He was making you tough. I've learned that going into the jails and prisons, those are the toughest critics that you can have. And let me tell you, they will let you know if you know what you're talking about. Absolutely. <laughs> I know. Are, I've been yeah. to a couple of prisons. I do know. <laughs> they are no joke. And if I learned that, I had a gift of connecting with them, and it, it was like I had these men eating out eating out of my hand. A couple of times, some of them broke down and they cried because of some of the things that we discussed. Brian and I both, we go to the detention centers together, mm-hmm. and we see the impact that we're making on these children, and it, it's just, it, I know money is important, but when you're out there volunteering, things will just open up for you. Amen. Yeah, and and I want to ask you, did you have to do a lot of volunteering to get where you are now? Oh, no, I didn't. (laughs) Again, (laughs) um, (laughs) you know, know, a lot of people call me and email me and always ask me questions about, you know, Kim, you know, Kelsey helped you. and No, Kelsey didn't help me. I helped myself because you have to understand, when I contacted Kelsey, I never asked Kelsey for anything. I gave Kelsey a compliment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so people assume that I must have asked her for something for her to reach out to me and do the things she did. And I tell people all the time, you need to take care of yourself, take care of your business, and your blessings will come. Because there's nothing worse than somebody begging for a position. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, as far as reaching out and, and volunteering, um, I don't know. Um, you have so many levels of volunteering, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, you have to prove yourself in this business. You have to prove that you you are who you are, and you'll say and do the things you say you're going to do. For me, in particular, I think the reason why uh, Hollywood has taken to me is because they find that I'm not the, the normal. Um, I'm not bogus. I don't lie. Um, I'm not Hollywood. Um, I'm very much Kim to me. I haven't changed. I don't care about telling you no. I don't care about telling you yes <laughs> at all. Um and it is what it is. And I'm very faithful. I'm very loyal. And my word is bond. I have my word. If I don't have anything else, I have my word. And in, in Hollywood, you don't see people that have their word. And, um, I, again, I think that's why God was preparing me because 
you know, I'm big on telling my clients about God. I'm big on telling my my clients about, you know, have you been to church, encouraging them to go to church, and encourage them to make sure they say in their word, whereas a lot of people are scared to bring that subject up, you know. Yeah. But at the yeah. end of the day, I treat my clients and my business the same way I treat my personal life. And I know in the real world you're not supposed to do that, but I really don't care what the real world does because I'm not going to die and I'm not going to live in that real world when I die. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I have a God to answer to. And I think about that more than I think about anything. Right, right. Absolutely. You know, and just the fact that you're in the music industry and or you're in the entertainment industry, rather, and in a lot of those cases, they they prefer that you separate yourself from God. Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. You know, I know when, my, when I was in the music industry, um, a lot of times we were put in situations where they were like, okay, well, you know, we're going to this party. And they're going to be drinking, they're going to be doing drugs, but it's cool. And I'm like, uh, no, it ain't cool. <laughs> you know, and they're like, okay, well, this is what you do. You just get you a cup of whatever you want to drink and just sit in the side, you know, and, and just be quiet. And somebody comes talk to you, you know. And, and And it was almost like, okay, they were going to force you to be a part of something that you knew that you weren't supposed to be a part of. Right. You know, and... You you get pressured into those things, you know. And did you find yourself where people were trying to pressure you into situations that of course, you were of course, with? of course. I have rules, <laughs> and it's funny. It's funny because people look at me like, "Are you serious?" I've been in the business fifteen years. I've been in the business twenty years. Are you serious? Like, and actually, I I don't know if they're scared and they say okay, or if they respect me for even having the nerve to say it. You know. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I have been blessed so much. I, you know, a lot of peer pressure is nothing to me. You know, everybody's peer pressured. You know, high school, college, whatever. I was like the last one. All my friends will tell you. Kim didn't start drinking. I didn't drink. I didn't start drinking until I was like 24, 25 years old. You know what I'm saying? Like, peer pressure is nothing to me. I'm used to that. So who cares? You know, kick rocks. You know, that's my answer. Now, if you need me to drive you home, I'll drive you home. You know what I'm saying? But my thing is I don't judge people. You know, everybody has a vice, everybody. And if you want to drink, you do your drinking. You want to smoke, you want to do your smoke. That's cool. I'm not tripping on that. My solution is I'm going to get you home. How are we going to handle you? I don't judge people based on their vices. My thing is what we got to do is have a good, safe time, and that's what it is. Now, as far as, you know, being pressured, I don't let nobody pressure me. I tell them how I work off the top. Now, if you had a Kim Toomey event or you're working with Kim Toomey off the top, I tell you what my rules are. I don't have a problem with firing you, not at all, not at all, because in the day my name is attached to that project or my name is attached to you, and I have everything to lose. I work too hard, too long. Yeah, three and a half years ain't much to some people. That's a lot to me, coming from Dallas, Texas, and I will let you go. And I've had to let a couple of people go, and they thought they were all that and then some. They were A-list celebrities, you know what I'm saying? But this is not what I'm not here to cater to them. I'm here to cater to my job, and my job is to make sure you're successful, my job is to make sure that you're humble, and my job is to make sure you do your job that you were God, you know, the God gave you. Nothing more, nothing less. So when you get into the big head and you think that I owe you something, then we have to part ways. I don't, I don't do that. You start missing your interviews, and you know, you got to sleep in. And no, I don't. Kim don't do all that because at the end of the day, I understand you got your 15 minutes of fame, and you need to take care of that 15 minutes of fame. And that's just what it is. So I don't care about the. What other people think, I really don't. I think I care about what God thinks, because <laughs> again, this is my blessing that He gave me. And if oh. we can't we can't see our eyes, then it is what it is. I'm not gonna lose no people behind it. Yes, Kim, I teach an abstinence class every Wednesday, and I I know the kids are listening right now. The age mm-hmm. from the age range goes from nine to um, the senior year in high school, seventeen, eighteen years old. And what I try to tell them is. You have to work at what you want to do. You have to know what you want to do. You don't have to limit yourself in what you're doing, but always keep an open mind and always be willing to accept what God is going to give you. So a lot of them, they don't understand what it means to sacrifice, like some of their friendship time, like going a lot of places that you want to go. You can't really go there because you have to work on what it is that you're working on. And... 
with you, what are some of the things that you had to sacrifice to get where you are now? Oh, my God. What if I had to sacrifice? Wow. Do I have a choice in the matter? Let's see. Um, when you talk about work, um, I've been working since I was probably 11 years old, I would have to say. I mm. raised my – I don't think I've ever talked about this interview. Um, I actually uh, raised my sister. My mom and my dad got a divorce when I was 11, and my mom was pregnant, and she gave birth to my sister when I was 11. My mom had to work graveyard. And, of course, you already know the story from there, right? I had to sleep all night and not, I shouldn't even say sleep. I had to raise my sister because, you know, newborns, they don't sleep at night. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I had to pretty much raise my sister every night, go to school, and then from school my mom had to sleep. You know what I'm saying? So I really didn't have no chem time. Uh, if I went to a basketball game, a football game, my sister was on my hip. My sister was my child um, because, again, my father wasn't around. And, uh, again, I don't know if that's part of my blessing for 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 sacrificing my childhood or, or for being obedient to my parents and things of that nature. I don't, I can't call that, but, you know, sacrificing, I've been sacrificing for a long time. But the thing about it is I've always given God the glory. When I have a good day, I give God the glory. When I have a bad day, I give God the glory. When I don't feel good, I give God the glory. When other people are sick that I know, I give God the glory. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I give God the glory in everything. When I see somebody walking down the street, and they're homeless. I ask God to put a hedge of protection around those people and bless them because a lot of people like to judge people, but they don't know the, their story. You know, you don't know if that person would slip the Nicky in their drink. You know what I'm saying? You don't know if they were raped for, from five years old. We just like to assume that every person on the street, every person that's less fortunate are a crackhead or, you know, they're doing things because it was a choice. And everybody didn't have that choice. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. So I try not to judge people because, again, you know, again, I, I could have chosen to be mad. I could have chosen to be hateful because I didn't have a childhood. But you know what? I chose not to do that. I chose to say, okay, God, I understand. You know, my mama had a hard time. She made a bad decision. And I, I chose to be different. You know what I'm saying? Right. And with that, I think, again, God used that as favor because I tried to use a common sense instead of being mad and hateful about it. Mm. Um, As far as those 9-year-olds go, those 16-year-olds go, you know, I had those jobs. I worked at McDonald's. I worked at the hospital. I cleaned up the placenta. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I worked at Jack in the Box. I did all that kind of stuff because at the end of the day, I understood that I had to pay my bills. And I, in, in, in order to pay my bills, I had to have money to get to the next level. So, yeah, I worked two and three jobs at some time, and I've never been the person to say, oh, I'm not working there. I, I've never been that person. My mom would tell you that they used to say, Kim, work at, you know, I had jobs at IBM. 3M, <laughs> and they'd be like, girl, stay there, girl, you know, work that job. I'd be like, no, I don't think so. And even though I knew that wasn't for me, I wasn't a fool, don't get me wrong, I still made sure I had jobs, and I made, I made, but that wasn't what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. I didn't know what exactly it was until the opportunity that Kelsey gave me, and God blessed me with Kelsey, that I was like, okay, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. So Some people get it early in life, some people get it later in life, you know? Yes, I was going to ask you, how, and I think it's something that a lot of us need to learn how to do, and I'm sure that you've been able to do this, but there's a lot of people that Brian and I, we talk to a lot of women that have been raped and molested, and they go through so many different things. And the things that you've gone through in your life, like raising your sister and your father not being there and your mom just going through all these hard times, how were you able to forgive uh, the situation, not so much the people, you know, we, we, we look back over our lives and we look back at our struggles and we and we kind of frown upon the things that were ugly that we had to deal with. How were you able to get past that as far as forgiving uh, the situation, some people say forgiving God, and forgiving Kim and starting the life that Kim wanted to live? Well, I can't ever put anything on God. God said nothing, nothing you know, God allows things, but nothing negative comes right. from God. God right. allows the devil to interfere, interfere. But as far as the situation goes, again, you can't forgive a situation without forgiving the person, in my opinion. Right. Um, I've been through I could tell you stories about my father, things that my father did to me that I could, I'm, I mean, I'm sure everybody could write a book, you know what I'm saying? Yes. But, you know, there comes a time in life where you have to make a choice. And that choice is like, you know what, well, don't want to be mad. The rest, you know how much energy it takes to be mad? Yes. 
you know how much energy it takes to be hateful? Yeah. But my thing is, if you don't like that person that did it to you, why you want to be like that person? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if I don't like my father, why the hell would I want to be like him? Mm. So why would I want to go around being disrespectful? Why would I want to go around not keeping my word? Like, why would I want to be about the person I say I hate the most? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So what I did was I was like, I'm not going to be like that. I'm not going to be him. I'm not going to be that person. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. going to do opposite of everything he did. You know, yeah, he said I couldn't do this. Yeah, he said I couldn't do that, but I'm going to prove him wrong. So a lot of people, I hear a lot of people say, well, my parents didn't do this. That's why I'm, you know, I'm out here in the streets. No, you chose to be in the streets. I could be in the streets, too, if that was a choice, but I didn't choose that route. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's not about the situation. It's about the choice you made about the situation. You know, did you forgive that person? Because you can't get through that situation without forgiveness. Now, do you have to deal with that person that you forgive? Of course you don't. You can keep moving. You ain't got to deal with that person ever in life again. Because, again, you have to be safe. You have to be comfortable. And, of course, you have to go to God. But when you go to God with things, you have to understand, when you go to God, you can't go to God with all that hatred. Now, you can go to God and say, you know what, I understand the situation. I don't care for being put in this situation. I'm really pissed off at you right now allowing the situation to happen to me because God, the one thing about God, God does not have a problem with you asking questions and God does not have a problem with you putting out there on the line. Because I think, in my opinion, God has a lot more respect for you when you come to him keeping it real. Because I've done it a lot of times. Because I'm like, look, G, I don't know. I don't know what your problem is today, but you need to work it out. I have always <laughs> been real with God. I ain't got no problem with it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. a lot of people are scared to talk to God. I talk to God the same way I talk to you. That's mm-hmm. what I do. Because he's my father. You know what I'm saying? And if you can't go to your father and you can't talk to him, then you don't have a relationship. But that's not real. Mm. You know? So, again, I can't speak for other people and how they handle their situations. The only thing I can ask them to do is to think about the situation that they're in. If it's something they don't like, then why put yourself in a situation where people won't like you 10 years from now? Why put yourself in a situation where your kids won't respect you, for, you know, 10 years from now? And, you know, I have a lot of people I meet like that. They like, well, my daddy was this, my daddy was that, but you act just like your daddy. So if you don't like your daddy, then what makes you think, what makes you think somebody's going to like you? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So think about that stuff before you go out and act like you're a fool. Yeah, you might be doing stuff a little differently, but you're still foolish. You're still <laughs> foolish. <laughs> you know, Kim, I want you to talk a little bit about um, Kim Toomey Entertainment. What What can I expect when I pick up the phone and I call you and I say, I need the services of Kim Toomey Entertainment. Mm-mm. Well, you're going to catch what you caught today. <laughs> you know, depending on what service it is you need, you know. Um, I, I try, again, I try to I try to have a long-term relationship with anybody that calls my phone. Because, again, I didn't get into this to be, you know, a secondary job. Uh, I believe in building relationships. I believe in building trust. Because a lot of people don't have trust in their lives. Uh, me included, you know what I'm saying? So I try to make it a point in my life, uh, whether you're calling to, to book a celebrity, to whether uh, or not you're calling me to, to uh, put an event together for you, that you can trust me. Out of every person you've ever dealt with, you know what, when you get through dealing with Kim Toomey, you're going to be like, you know what, that's what that is. Kim Toomey keeps her word. She does what she says she's going to do. And if she can't do it, she'll call you and let you know she can't do it. And that's just the way I do business. Um you can call me 24-7. I'm not one of the people that phone doesn't ring after 5 o'clock. I don't, you know, I work on the weekends. I travel across the country. Um, and I just do what I have to do to make my clients happy, make sure they're successful, and, of course, to make sure, you know, my clients. I like to make sure everybody's happy, whether it be my client that's on my roster or whether the client that's calling me for an event. Mm. Excellent. Well, Excellent. Yeah. You know, yeah. and... Tell us a little bit about um, some of the people that you've worked with in the past. I know I named quite a few earlier, mm-hmm. but just give us some of the notable people. Some, you know, some, and kind of give us something that normally people wouldn't know. You know, don't give like don't air the dirty laundry. I know you wouldn't do that anyway, but you know, just tell us something about maybe a few of your clients. Tell you something about my clients. <laughs> I mean, well, tell, <laughs> tell us about some of the clients that you've had. Let's let's try to clean that up a little bit. <laughs> try to clean up. Try is a big word. Um, again, um, you know, I have a lot of people that come to me and say, Kim, how big is your roster? 
you know, I guess if you have a hair on your chest and you're trying to do it for those reasons, then I guess you would keep account. I don't do that. I do what I do because I like it and I love it and I've been blessed and I'm fortunate to do it. You know what I'm saying? I don't go and count heads like, I go, okay, I got 10 this month. You know what I'm saying? I don't do that. I'm in the business of something that I desire to do and God has blessed me with it and I don't keep count. So for me, um, you know, dealing with the clients that I have, um, I've just signed a couple of major people this week. I can't tell you what they are or who they are, I should say, because they have a couple of big projects coming out because they have confidentiality agreement, <laughs> you know, but uh, I, I'm I'm very fortunate. Um, I do endorsements, commercials, TV, films, um, everything. I mean, I have my clients range from the age of seven years old and up. Um, my youngest client, her name is Hallie Berry. I mean, Bailey, I'm sorry, Hallie, my bad. Hallie, Hallie, I'm sorry, Hallie Berry. It's, you know, you say Hallie, you just... Barry just comes out. You've been here for 20 years. But anyway, (laughs) Callie Bailey, I'm sorry. Callie is seven. Um, You've seen her in Last Holiday. Um, You've seen her on House of Pain, things of that nature. God is just really good because I have uh, different type of clientele. Um, I have Polly Shore, the comedian. You know, I just have all type of people on my roster that I work with, and I've been very fortunate and blessed. People pick up the phone all the time to call me and to work with me. And I just moved to Atlanta seven months ago uh, because, you know, I did a lot from Dallas, Texas, because I'm, I'm never home. I'm always on the road. And I didn't want to move to L.A. I didn't want to move to New York because I'm never home. I don't have a husband. So it didn't make any sense to go spending three, four, five grand a month on a spot that you don't even live in. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to check out Atlanta and see what I can get done from Atlanta. So I'm new here. I haven't really been out networking yet at this point, but... You know, I'm looking forward to see what God has for me here. Well, awesome. You haven't even broken your house in yet, Kim. No, I haven't broke anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I've been so busy since day one. I, um, it's just amazing. I haven't really had time to even sit back and just absorb it all, you know. Yes. I really that, haven't. And that's, that's, that's called living your dream. You know, I, I, I want you to tell us what what it's like. For Kim to wake up in the morning knowing that she's blessed. We all are. Everyone, every morning we wake up, I don't want to get that twisted. We all are blessed. But I mean, in a way, and I'm not asking you to take any glory away from the Lord. I'm just, I just want you to tell us what it's like when you wake up in the morning after you thank him for blessing you, after you've done everything that Kim has to do, when you could just look back over your life and say, you know what? I struggled at this point when I was young. I dealt with this ugliness when I was a little girl. But now that I'm a woman, I'm able to sit around in my house and look back over the things that that I've done because we all go, we all reflect, we all do that. So when you reflect back on your life, what are some of the things that you think about? Uh, That's a loaded question. You know what, I mean, again, I mean, from the time I wake up, I'm really busy. I, I, I thank God that I have never had to pick up the phone and ask for work because uh, I really haven't. Um, I'm busy. Depending on what day of the week it is, um, I travel a lot. Um, I mean, extensively. I travel with my clients. Omar Benson Miller, which is one of my clients, you know, he has two films coming out this year, one called The Express with Dennis Quaid. Y'all interviewed him, I think, last week. Yeah. And then he has another movie coming out, Miracle of St. Anna. You know, it's a Spike Lee joint, you know. So my clients are all busy. Vivica has this new uh, reality show coming out. You know, she stays busy. Um, we always are looking for new opportunities for Vivica. Um, if you're looking to do endorsement deals with my clients, commercials, anything um, with anybody, you know, Brian White. He was in Stump the Yard and all that. You need people like him to come out and host your party or if you have a movie role or a play, any of those kind of things, you know what I'm saying? So I'm always on the grind. I don't wait for an opportunity for me. I don't. A lot of people like to sit back and wait for their phone to ring. I don't do that. You know, I sit up and I try to network, uh, collaborate with different people. Like this past week, you know, I had some people from Disney in town and they, you know, interested in my girls, you know, my little seven and nine-year-olds, you know what I'm saying? So, Right. You know, you have to always be out there just networking and grinding. So reflection, I, I give God all the glory, like I said, all the time. 
Do I have a lot of time to reflect? No, I really don't because I'm always busy. I'm busy from the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep. And, again, uh, I think, you know, one of the first times I remember reflecting, I was with Ashanti, and I had done an event. It was actually my first event I had done at Senator Kennedy's house out in Cape Cod, what they call Hyannisport, uh, Massachusetts. And the Kennedys, like I said before, have been my clients since day one. And, you know, Shandy didn't know that. She didn't know it was my first event ever. You know, we were the only black people there, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and we were the only black people there. She's kind of looking like blink, 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 like, okay, Kim, to me, okay, me and you, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, and there was like 400, 500 white people, you know. And it was just the most awesome thing because, again, you at the Kennedy compound, you have all these people out here that are successful, all these multimillionaires and billionaires, and they're just having a good time. And just to know that you're a part of that, attached to that, and making things happen is just a blessing. And, you know, for it to go successful and everybody have a good time, it can be, this job can be very overwhelming, especially when it goes well. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people want to know, how did I get started? How did I get the education? How did I know what to do? How did I know what to say? Again, God gave me all that. I had never had any training for the entertainment business. I never had any classes I took, none of that. All this stuff God gave me is just common sense. You know, what my thing was, what would I want if I was an artist? What would I want somebody to do for me? That's how I approached it. You know what I'm saying? What would I do if I was putting an event for somebody else? That's how I approached it. You know, what would I want somebody to do for me if I was in business for this? That's how I approached it. And so God has just blessed me, and it's been successful for me that way. <laughs> awesome. And that's awesome. You know, I, yes. I think about how, you know, when I was in the entertainment industry a couple of years ago and just how hard it was just to do simple stuff in, in, you know, in the management that I had to deal with, they weren't exactly, you know, they didn't know the business that well. And they tried so hard to be like the other people in the industry. And I think that was one of the things that caused them to fail because they were trying to be like the Puffies and the whoever's, you know. And, you know, they tried too hard to where, you know, we had – I can remember there were like three different major labels that were looking at my group and my managers pretty much talked them out of talking to us, yeah. <laughs> you know, because they were just that inexperienced and, you know, the people could could see that they were, you know, that they weren't exactly genuine. They were, you know, without signing too bitter. They were money hungry. They were looking at how much money they could make, you know, versus whether they could promote us in a way that we wanted to be promoted and so i think it's very important that you know and i think it's just a a testament to your faith and to your obedience that you believe in treating the person or the artist or whoever you're dealing with the way that you expect to be treated if you were in that situation exactly you know and i just applaud you because that's just awesome stuff it's very rare to hear someone that have that has that much conviction you know, in something that they're involved in, you know, especially when it comes to the entertainment industry, because we know that the entertainment industry is not an easy industry. It's not a, well, I'll say like this, until recently, it had not really been a place for people of faith. I was like, I totally agree with you on that one. You know, and so it was very difficult to actually be be in the industry and you know, be in the face. You had to make a choice. Basically. Yeah, you had to make a choice. Right. And it's a difficult choice. I mean, I... Well, I'm not making a choice. That's My choice is what it is. You can like it or you can kick rocks. That's just how I see it. You know, my my theory is all money is not good money. That's my it. My clients know that. Um, that's number one. Because, again, my name is attached to stuff, and I'm a big believer. You know, what comes around goes around. So that's right. number one. Um, I remember when my when I got 18, 19 years old, my daddy had bought me this car. And he came home, he threw the car keys on the table, and he was like, your car is out front. And I was looking beside his head. I'm like, I didn't ask for no car. You feel me? So the, the car keys sat on the table for like two weeks. My daddy about to lose his mind. He was like, I'm going to beat your ass if you don't go out there and look at that car. <laughs> and, you know, most kids 18, 19 would have got to have a car, period. You know? And the reason why I had a problem with him in the car situation was because he came home and threw the keys on the table my daddy was like, okay, I got you a car. Now you got to pay the car note for it. Now, you tell me, if I got to pay a car note for something I didn't ask for, 
least I could do was pick it out and pick out the color. You feel me? Yeah. So therefore, with that being said, I didn't have a say so in it. So therefore, why should I have a say so when when the bill get paid? I'm not paying it. I didn't ask for that. <laughs> so material things have never moved me. You know what I'm saying? Ever. And my daddy was like, you're about the strangest child I've ever known on earth. Any child would die to have a brand new car. You know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I, I, I hear you, but that's not the way I get down. I've never have. So a lot of people are moved by material things. You know, I can get you this, I can get you that, I can fly you out. I don't care about that. Is it going to satisfy my client? Is it going to make my client look good? You know, my thing is I have to make sure my clients are safe. That's number one. I have to make sure it's a good project for them, make them look good. And that's number two. You know what I'm saying? And the rest of that stuff falls in place. I don't look at the money and then say it's a good project and then it's a safe project. You know what I'm saying? That's not the way I get down. Um, you know, I don't worry about today. I let today and tomorrow worry about itself. I do what I'm supposed to do. I do right by people, and I know God will put the right people in my path like he's been doing. And I, I, that's just how I see it. I don't go out and hustle for clients. I don't go out and hustle for endorsements. I don't do that. And it's funny because I've been looking for some endorsements lately, and I had some people call me from a, a gene company today. I had some people call me call me from a major TV label today, I mean TV company network today. You know, and it's just amazing. We just sit back and you pray to God and ask God for stuff. And I can't say it works for everybody because everybody is 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 not spiritually led. So I don't want people to take what I say and say, okay, I'm gonna try that. But at the same time, if you're gonna do what I do, then do what I do. Don't do what I do and then have step with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like believe God and trust God 100 percent because that's exactly what I do. I trust God for everything. I don't I don't trust man at all. Kim, you know I I I really believe that our listeners are taking notes. And they're probably a little bit intimidated by what you do, and they shouldn't be. But a lot of times we get that. We we, we get when we have the big names like Omar, we have somebody like you, and, and next week we're going to have um, uh, Chloe and, and, and Hailey Bailey. It, it, it's kind of hard, but you know what? It's okay. It's okay. But, you know, Kim, we have about two minutes left until the show. Was there anything okay. else that you wanted to say to someone that's going through, that's trying to make their dreams come true? What, on the last note, what would you say to them? Well, I'll probably speak for me once again. When you're asking God for a dream or a vision, you know, know that you're not going to always like the answer. That's number one. And when it's time to get your answer, Know that when it's from God, God will make it easy, which means that everything just be like bam, 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 bam. Okay, okay, all right, okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So there's a medium both ways when you talking to God because sometimes God, he has to make sure that you want it because sometimes he can't just give it to you because you say you want it. you got to prove that you want it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you might not get the answer you like today, but it stay steadfast and do what you're supposed to do and prove God that you're serious, you know? Awesome. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. You know, I just want to also say to our listeners, it's time. It's time for you to get up and do what God has told you you're supposed to do. You know. Can I say this, too? Yes, ma'am. This is my quote I use every day. When the wrong people leave your life, the wrong things stop happening. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and Brian, I've when the wrong that. people leave your life. The wrong things stop happening. Yep. Brian, I, I like I, that. I, yes, that's awesome. I, I've heard that so many times. So, Kim, sometimes when I call you, I'm really not calling to talk to you. I'm calling really to hear that hear that message. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little ghetto. People have told me, called me, Kim, you shouldn't have it on your voicemail, whatever. Because at the end of the day, you know, I have a responsibility to society and for my blessings that are surrounded by me. Because you get in this business and you get caught up and you forget that your name is not what that is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Your God name versus your stage name are two different things, you know? Yeah. So you have to stay grounded. Yes. 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 i tell you what, gentlemen, Kim Toomey of Kim Toomey Entertainment. And that's yeah. 214-783-9453. Let me tell you one more time. 214-783-9453. I'm worldwide. That's right. And <laughs> yes, you also is. can reach her at KimToomeyEntertainment.com. And uh -huh. also she's on MySpace. Yep, and that's P is in Tom, U is in Universe, M is in Money, E is in Earth, Y as in Yard. 
All right. <laughs> Tim, we appreciate you coming on. Thank and you. Yes, we do. Yes. I'm going to call y'all G and B. Or B and G. It doesn't matter. Brian and Greg. It don't matter. All right. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Thank you, Kim. Thank you. Yes, he is. Thank you. Well, well y'all have today. a blessed one. I enjoyed you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Kim. Thank you. Thank you so much. With that being said, you've been listening to the Abundant Solutions Hour, and Brian, we achieved our dreams our, and our goals tonight of being more, doing more, and having more. God bless. Good night.